From the PSA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we're talking athletic stance with Brenna Kelleher. Brenna, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, George. Now, Brenna, athletic stance, I always feel like with a first-time group, I mean, stance is something we're working on with pretty much every level that we teach, but I feel like with that first-time group, I've really done my job if a student has a good stance by the end of the lesson. I agree. I I think, especially for first-timers, getting out on snow is pretty intimidating, and most of them come out on snow, and their stance is weak. It just looks weak, and if you can get them set up so that they're stacked over their skis and moving with their skis, I think that um, is a very successful lesson and sets them up for a lot of future success in the ski world. Now, why do you think skiing, it almost seems like it brings out a poor stance for us when we're first starting out? I think it's because when you put skis on, there's this thing called glide and gravity, the two Gs, and it terrifies people. And it's it's so unnatural for humans to have that sensation that when they have that very first glide, you know, on snow, they automatically retreat to the back seat and fear kicks in and they lean back and inside or sit down or something like that. And I think that if you can really coach them early on, on not to do that, it's really important, but you're right. That's pretty much what we see. Now, with athletic stance, could you go into detail on exactly what that is, and then how do you teach it? So, an athletic stance is, I would say, shoulder-width apart, comfortably shoulder-width apart, a bent knee, bent ankles, shins against the front of the boot, and comfortable, comfortably relaxing into the front of the boot. That would be athletic stance for me. Um, I had this basketball coach growing up and he always told me in defense, if I didn't keep my knees bent and my feet moving, I would never, I would always get beat. And I think about that now when I teach skiing and when I teach skiing, I specifically think that with my clients, what sports have they done? Um, how can I best relate an athletic stance from the sport that they've done, whether they've done a sport or not, all those factors come into play. And I try and coach to that because I go back to that basketball coach and I'm like, yeah, I would get beat to the basket if I had straight legs. You know, I had to keep my knees and ankles bent and my feet shuffling. And you're going to get beat by your skis if you have straight legs. You know, they're going to run away with you. You won't be able to control them. There will be no pressure on the front of the ski. Now, what about the rest of our body above the knees? How about our core, our spine, sternum? Where should those all be in relation to our ankles and knees? I feel like they should be pretty stacked. Just similar to most all sports, you should be relatively stacked over your feet. 
a lot of times, you know, people will argue that point with you because they'll watch ski racers and they'll go, oh my God, well, their feet aren't right under them. I'm like, yes, but their joints are in alignment and they're stacked. Their center of mass is traveling with the skis. You're not getting beat by the skis. So you're, their body is traveling down the hill with their forward momentum, which is, you could argue, like a future center of mass. Um, but I've always thought of it as rounded shoulders. I try to think about um, rounding my spine, not not like hunchback or anything, but just like thinking about flexing my core and keeping a really quiet, stable upper body that stays focused in the fall line. Now, you mentioned this a little bit just now, but throughout a turn, how are we staying in that athletic stance the, the entire time, or is it kind of a constant state of adjustment? Um, I believe it's a constant state of adjustment. You're constantly having to experiment with different flexing and different flexes and pressures to the outside ski throughout the whole turn and different turn types. You know, each turn type is going to be a little bit different. You know, a short radius is going to be different from a short swing and a medium radius is going to be different from a large turn. And it's just, that's the really unique thing about skiing is you have that latitude to experiment and play with different sensations and flexing throughout the turn. Now, you recently did a piece for 32 Degrees on athletic stance. Why is this such an important uh, topic for you that you would write an article about it? I feel like athletic stance is not just important for the alignment on the ski, but it's important for the person too, mentally. I think when a person is confident and stacked and balanced, and sturdy on their skis, they're going to react that way in various and variable terrain. And that's why I really like to emphasize, get in an athletic stance, be a little bit more aggressive, attack a little, don't let the snow beat you. Now, Brenna, can you give us some ideas on possibly what a new hire might want to be looking at with a, a first-time lesson, uh, how to get their guests situated into an athletic stance? And then for those of us who have been teaching for quite a while with uh, blue and black levels. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say this because I feel like a lot of times there isn't, there's very little separation between a beginner lesson and a higher end lesson, a lot of times you have to go back to the basics and remind higher end skiers of sensations. Um, but as far as a new higher instructor, and let's say they're, they're teaching a new level one, one of the things I would really encourage them to do is spend more time on one ski with their students, their beginner students. I know a lot of people are scared of doing that with their clients because they think it'll get they'll get hurt or something like that. But I have had so much success with spending time walking around on one ski and gliding and just standing and getting that shin against the front of the boot and finding that balanced position. And if a student can do that on one ski, you know, and work their way up into two skis, 
I find that once you put two skis on and you then ask them for a wedge and show them what a wedge is supposed to look like and how pressure in the, to the front of the boot looks like, they're so much more successful. They're bending the knee and the ankle, the shins against the front of the boot, and their hips are forward and over the bindings, not lagging behind. Um, working up to higher lessons, a lot of times I'll do the same thing. I'll go back to one ski drills with folks and I'll do traverses and I'll work with um, one of the things I really, one of the things I really like to work with some of my higher end skiers that, you know, are skiing black and double blacks um, and, you know, bumps and everything. I really like to work on side slipping on one ski because I see so many people go out and especially side slipping and they, they're side slipping on their uphill ski. I mean, it is completely possible for someone to do that. And then are you in, a, in an athletic stance? No, your straight, your downhill leg is straight and your uphill leg is bent and you're weighted to the inside ski. So I really encourage people to go back to side slipping and get people to shift that weight into that downhill ski and actively see the downhill ski flatten and see that knee and ankle bent rather than trying to be on the edge. And I feel like that gets people into an athletic stance. Uh, Brenna, anything you'd like to say in summation? I think the only thing I'd like to say is, you know, go out there, try different stances and try and be a little bit more aggressive, you know, get after it and charge a little bit and see if that changes what, how you feel on your skis and the way you stand on your skis and don't get beat by your skis. Keep up with them. Brenna Kelleher. Thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you, George. Brenna joining us from big sky, Montana from the PSIA ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.